0: fellow mathematicians, welcome to the podcast where math is figure outable, even when podcast recording isn't. I'm Pam.
1: And I'm Kim, and I'm kind of tired of hearing the intro.
0: And oh my gosh, take <laughs> how many? Y'all, you found a place where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, where you're waiting to be told or shown what to do, but it's about making sense of problems on a good day, noticing patterns <laughs> and reasoning using mathematical relationships when the podcast recording equipment works. We can mentor students to think and reason like mathematicians. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps and repeating this intro over and over is actually keeping students (laughs) from being the mathematicians they can be and me. It's been a day. It's been a day, Kim. I know. Okay, so to top (laughs) that off, the thing that we want to talk about today is maybe um, I, maybe that's why. Maybe it's the universe saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't even go here because it's so... What is even the word? It's it's cringy. It's just... Well, I don't know if it's preachy, but it's like...
1: No, it's cringy.
0: Oh, cringy. I feel much... Yes. Yeah. yeah it's pretty okay. cringy. So, so, all right. In our last episode, <clears throat> we talked about compliance and we weren't even sure we had a whole enough to talk about for an entire episode and we did. And then... What just happened in your like, life?
1: Like literally the day, was it the day we recorded? I, I think
0: know. it was. I think later that day <laughs> you sent me a text and you were like, you are not going to believe this.
1: Oh yeah. And and then, yeah. And then I called you because yeah. I knew you would, you would have feelings about this. So oh. backstory, I'm not super onto Twitter. That's not really my platform, but I shared something that happened with one of my kids uh, a while ago in one of their classes. And it was about uh, potty points, earning potty points, and that's what we call it at home because you know we had to make light of it. And and I don't mean this like in a really like disrespectful way, but we called them potty points because the deal was at the beginning of the grading period, you got four passes, and this was a like a four classroom. passes
0: to use the bathroom to yeah, go to the so bathroom to go to the toilet
1: management technique because there were a lot of kids needing to go to the restroom, and so you got four passes in the class and. You could always go to the restroom, but if you didn't use up your four passes, then you got bonus points on your grade uh, for the nine weeks.
0: On your grade. You got a grade, grade because grade. you mm-hmm. held it. And so we- Or, or did... you didn't drink, which is, we all know, not healthy, right? <laughs> so you chose not to drink water, which is terrible. Yeah.
1: So uh... I posted about it kind of like- this does not like, Can you believe it? To me? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, um, I thought though that nothing could top that in the world of can you believe it? <laughs> and um, so, after we did the compliance thing, I called you because another thing happened that I think might might top it. In I can't believe this is a thing.
0: Like we should not be doing these things right. in education.
1: Right, right. So, okay. right. and on. this one's particularly math related. So we have to talk about it. All right. Um. So, and listen, I don't mean this to be like super respectful. I want to, I want to clarify. Right. Respectful
0: or disrespectful? I,
1: I want to be respectful as I share this because I know that as teachers, we say and do things to like get through sometimes. And, but I do think that we have to consider like the intent and then consider like the effect. And so I share this in a, like, I'm not trying to mock or like ding heavily. And so I'll never like talk about where or who or whatever, but this is a practice that I think cannot be what's happening. So anyway, uh, one of my kids came home and said, Hey, I have to do, like, I've known that they do a certain number of problems in a month for this particular kind of practice program that they do. It's like a spiraling, whatever. And so they have to do a certain number of problems in that, in the month. And they just and, have to get
0: them done. They get them, them done. They get the points. Right,
1: right. They move on. Okay. And and that is for a, a major grade for that nine weeks. Right. And so my kid came home and said, hey, this time I only have to do a certain number of points because we have birthdays happening in the class. And I said, well, tell me about that. And he said, when there's a birthday, we get um, 10 less on our list of what we have to do. And I was like, okay, whatever.
0: So then, and, and to be clear, your son is, is I don't know, happy, but he's like good with that because this particular computer program that they're doing these problems on is not engaging. It's not exciting. It's yeah, not yeah. interesting. It's like, right. it's, it's, it's sort of, it's homework and it's yeah. like, ugh, drudgery, get it done. So yeah. when there's, when there's less of that, he's like, yeah, all right, there's less of this dumb stuff to do. Sure. Yep. Okay. Okay.
1: And so then, uh, after a couple and of days,
0: celebrating birthdays is a fine thing. Sure. Okay.
1: Sure. So after a couple of days, he came home and was kind of irritated. And I was like, what's the problem? And he said, I do have to do the extra points. And it was 30, 30 problems because there were three birthdays in this time period where they had to do them. And he said, we did the birthday thing and I do have to do the extra 30 points. And I, for whatever reason said, wait, you have to, or the class has to. And he said, I have to. And I said, wait, why do you have to do them? And he said, because I didn't dance. And I said, you're going to have to back this train up and tell me (laughs) what the heck you're talking about.
0: I thought we were in math class. What's dancing have to do with math?
1: So the deal is when there are birthdays in the class, they have some sort of like at the end of the day, end of the class period, kind of little like put music on, do some dancing steps, follow this, whatever, like somebody's teaching you a dance. And if you participate, then you are doing the birthday thing and you don't have to do 10 problems on this program. And I said, wait, is there, are they like writing names down? And he happened to be sitting right in view The the teacher said, something about he's not doing it. And he said, I don't really want to dance. I'd rather sit here and do my homework from the last class period. And so he sat and did work for another class and did not participate in the dancing. And as a result, the three birthdays that were celebrated were 30 points, 30 problems. So he had to do 30 more problems than other kids in the class for a
0: major grade <laughs> for a major grade because he chose to work on schoolwork <laughs> yeah. instead of may I may I say it's a middle school kid
1: I mean sure and it's
0: yeah I'm so gonna, I, we, we won't get more specific than that but this is a middle school student who's being asked to dance in front of their comrades their <laughs> classmates yeah. and would rather do schoolwork and is being dinged oh Kim because that's mathematical right like yeah. yeah. There's so many things. I don't even. I'm not even sure where to even start. I'll maybe I'll start here.
1: <clears throat> well, it's compliance, right? Like that's the the point is, we're talking compliance.
0: And are we asking students to be compliant for safety, for respect, for? I mean, there's something about it's the kids. It, you know, we're celebrating these kids' birthdays, which we just said it's a it's a fine thing to celebrate birthdays and to mm-hmm. you know give kids mm-hmm. kind of a. A little bit of a, uh, you know, hey, it's your day, and we uh-huh. love you, and we're glad you're here, and uh-huh. you were born, and yay, let's celebrate your birthday. That's a fine thing. But, to but them, if that, you comply. Yeah, if you don't comply. with <laughs> More them, work. Then we're going to give you more work. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. Can I also maybe just suggest that they're sending an implicit message that, how do I say this, that math is punishment, and so I'm going to reward you by removing math, like I'm going to, like, yay! You don't have to do math. What? Why would why we ever want to send that message? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, math is not a punishment. We we no. should reward kids by doing less math. Now, no. granted, this particular program is lame, and the questions that's having kids solve are not interesting, or intriguing, mm-hmm. or really helpful. So I we sort of get it, but but the whole thing is kind of sending this message of hey, if you're really good, if you yeah. do what I say, if you are compliant. And I will give you less math because math is bad. And I'm going to attach a grade to it. And so if you're not compliant in a completely non-mathematical way, I'm going to say that your mathematical understanding is less by giving you a lower grade because you weren't compliant. Did I just catch a lot in there?
1: Yeah. Well, and to your point about it being a a punishment, you know, I was talking to a a friend of mine who's a professor at a local um, university. And and she was saying, I didn't think to tell her this story until later. But when when she and I were talking about it, she said that is basically the same as when we take kids' recess away and hand them math because they need to do some more math and because they, they need more support or whatever. We're helping them equate math's not fun. The fun gets taken away. You do more math. Uh, which is sending a horrible message about the nature of mathematics. And it's either fun or work.
0: Um. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Fun does not belong in math.
1: You know, yeah. my, my other son and I were talking about it and, and about think, this
0: particular thing.
1: Yeah. And I think he made an important distinction because he said, I don't know that what's bad is math. It's that the homework is bad in this particular program that you're talking about, where it's just kind of problems in isolation with just do it, do more, do more, do more. That's really bad. And I thought that was a good distinction on his part. But in any case, it was... I'm not not real clear. Say that again. So what he said was that... Because I said what you're saying. We're sending the message that math is bad. And he said, well, I think maybe there's like a little bit more of a distinction to make here that... It's maybe not that math is bad. It's that you that homework is bad because I'm going to take it away if you are compliant. And that this program is bad. So Homework's like, homework yeah. like punishment. Homework's like punishment. Therefore, hey, I'll let you do, I'll, I'll punish right. you less if you're good. Yeah, and, yeah, and this particular program is bad, which is not helping support the idea that this teacher is wanting to give homework and wanting to give this program as support. So the message that I'm going to take those things away and that's a reward to you is not really supporting her goal as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So let's we might have listeners that right now are like, really, you guys are picking on this. This poor teacher's just trying to get along. They're trying to do a good thing. Yeah. I'm I'm Kim, I'm gonna cop to uh, I'm gonna tell a specific instance that I did that I'm I'm aware that I'm troubled by. Now troubled, mm-hmm. not meaning that I am completely clear that it was horrible or whatever. I'm I'm actually a little bit like I'm I'm trying to figure it out, struggling. Maybe that's a better word. I'm struggling yep. a little bit. So I'll tell a little bit about it. I'll be a little vulnerable here. Um, when I was teaching precalculus and teaching trig, trigonometry was one of my favorite things to teach. I think in part because I really enjoyed trigonometry, but I also enjoy that age of kid, mm-hmm. um, sort of juniors and seniors in high school. I uh, always had a couple sophomores. Anyway. So I was teaching trig- trigonometry, and one of the things that we were doing in precalculus was uh, when you start trig functions, is you kind of differentiate it from other um, parent functions that you. Um, I just realized I'm, I'm knocking my chair, and our our editor of our podcast every once was like, "Quit making that click," and I'm like, "Oh shoot, I'm making that click. To, I'm <laughs> shifting. Okay, so I'll stop making that click." You guys are like, "We don't hear that click," and the editor right now is like, "I know because because I'm good. I take <laughs> it out. Thank you, thank you, Craig." So um, one of the things we were trying to do was help my students differentiate between these parent functions. So what does a line look like? What does a parabola look like? What does any kind of quadratic look like? What does a, an exponential function look like? A logarithmic function. And then now these new trick functions, a sine function, a cosine function. One of the ways that I kind of practiced that, see, as even I say it, I'm like, is that a good way to practice? Is um, I would have the kids kind of do what I would say math aerobics. And I had a little, a little song that went Mm -hmm. along with it i'm not going to sing it on on but it was like had different and i would say so can you do this function uh, to this little music and then they would kind of wave their arms in either like a line or they would make like a u shape for a parabola or they would make like a well how do you even describe a cubic that kind of shape Mm -hmm. yeah that's a cubic um or for a sine function you start your arms at your sort of neck or like, I don't know, at some point on your body and one hand goes up and the other hand goes down and then they kind of both wave. But they wave in such a way that like one one hand goes up and the other hand goes down. So they're kind of they're kind of opposite each other, like inverses of each other.
1: OK, can you can you pause? Because I know you're going to no. tell more of the story, but can you pause for just a second? Because sure. we've spent some time talking about songs and hand Mm -hmm. motions and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so can you speak to what was different (laughs) about this particular it's part of why i'm troubled ah okay.
0: okay yeah because part of me is thinking like do i want students to have this gut reaction to what a sine function looks like versus a cosine function i do do i want that connected to a song that has nothing to do with math probably not okay so I'm, I'm sort of reflecting in my young teaching sure. um, before I had gotten very clear on the difference between social and logical mathematical. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's social that we call it a sine function. We, it's social. We call it, call the name of it, a cosine function. But it's absolutely logical mathematical about why the functions are different. Because that sine function, like I just told you, one hand goes up in a wave and the other hand goes down in a wave. And they're kind of inverses of each other, kind of reflections of each other. Mm-hmm. but uh the cosine function, both of your hands start up and they both go down and up and down and up and down and up. So it's it it looks funny when you do it physically, like cause the cosine's doing the down and up both and the other one's like more like a almost like a, a disco dance from both sides. So I'm troubled a little bit by the fact that I kind of c- compare, connected it with a song. I'm I'm less troubled by having kids move their bodies in such a way that acts like the mathematical values. Because I think that's helpful. I'm more troubled by the fact that I stuck it with this song that's not mathematical. In the moment now, so that's that's kind of a sociological mathematical troubling part. In the moment, though, I'm troubled with the idea because ready, this is what I did. I said, all right, everybody stand up and sing with me. And I may see you're reminding me this because of the dance. And I said, do that. And so I I would sing the song and they would move their bodies for these different functions. And it was, you know, it was kind of a way of getting them to like physically feel the behavior, the mathematical behavior. But I Mm -hmm. attached it to the song. Well, I had these two guys in this class. They were juniors and seniors. They were great guys. I liked them. Everybody liked them. They weren't kind of like the sort of popular druggy kind of like drug, drug, Uh, drag everyone down kind of guys. They were actually uplifting, positive, you know, good role models. Everybody liked them, but they were not having it. They, they sat, they wouldn't stand up and they were looking at me and they were kind of, kind of snickering a little bit, not really snickering. That's kind of negative. They were kind of just like laughing because we looked ridiculous as we were doing this song and, and whatever. So in that moment, I made a young teacher decision that I immediately knew was stupid. Um, but then I didn't know what to do because I said, Y'all, either do it with us or do it all by yourself. And in that as soon as I said it, I was like, Oh, you just set yourself up for a classman management nightmare. Because now to save face, you you have not allowed them a way to save face. You've not allowed them a a respectful way to get out of you, whatever. So lucky, just the universe was smiling on me that day. They looked at me, they looked at their classmates, and they said, We'll do it by ourselves. And I was like, Hallelujah. Cause you know, it could have yeah. Yeah, totally. could have gone south yep, in that moment. Yep. And bless their hearts. They they came up to the front of the room. They're like, Y'all could sit down. We'll just do it. Now they wouldn't have said y'all because we were in Michigan at that point, but whatever. They they went up to the front of the room and they were like, Oh yeah, we'll do it better than anybody. And they totally like okay. it was almost like it was a good quiz because they were like, This is how this one would go and this is how they, they weren't they weren't willing to sing the song, right? They were willing to do the mathy part. You know, it's it's fascinating, Kim, as I'm saying it. They were the kind of people that were like, that's not math. This stupid song Maybe. is not math. However, however, knowing what the shape of the functions, the behavior of the functions, that's math. We'll do the math part. I bet that's what literally they were saying in their heads. They were more sophisticated than I was to go, that's not math. Don't make us do the, the part that's not math. We'll do the math part. Mm-hmm. And and they did. So it's it's been interesting to me to kind of, you know, hear you sort of lament the non-math part of what you're student your yeah, kids' yeah. teachers were kind of hammering on compliance and me going, God, you know, I think there was a part of me that did some of that. Yeah. I can look back now and go, okay, I'm gonna now that I know better, I'm gonna choose to do differently moving forward. And I hope that's this whole podcast, right? I mean, like, yeah, we You can't do better till you know better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you share that because you know we might sound on here like we had it all figured out from the get-go, which is <laughs> absolutely not true. And we're always learning, right? Like we're still mm-hmm. learning. We call each other and we're like, Hey, what do you think about this? And we bang stuff out. And does that match with our beliefs? And you know, what, what would you, how you would respond to that? And I think that is important in life. It's a journey. Yes. And also, you know, as teachers and, and people who are trying to share what we know, um, as soon as you said, I'm not doing that part because it's not mathy," it totally made me think about another thing I did. So I'll, sh- I'll tell myself, but, mm-hmm. um, for you, I can't remember which of your kids was like, I'm not coloring. That's not. That <laughs> which one all, was
0: it? All of my boys. Okay. So like a math
1: sheet, whatever, where you do mm-hmm. the problems, but then you have to color it a certain way. Like, okay, math versus coloring. Don't be great in the coloring part, right? Like that's not.
0: Oh, I'll never forget. And so my oldest kind of started it, but when he came home and um, he had like a, a I don't know, 50% on some. Um, and i said what's going on and he goes oh this is dumb and i said what and he goes like i I answered all the math questions but then they want me to color all the fives blue and all the threes orange and all that whatever and i was like why won't you do it and he goes that's not math that's Mm -hmm, art mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is math that's not art and i was like well (laughs) is coloring by number really art and he goes yeah see how dumb it is (laughs) i was like oh okay (laughs) so in that moment i kind of you know i had to decide as a parent am i gonna fight this um it really was almost a more sophisticated argument that i was ready for in that moment sure, sure. i had a lot going on i was just like whatever you're doing fine enough other i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force it but the more i thought about it i'm glad you brought it up the more i thought about it i was like there is this distinction that to some kids makes a big deal it's like an integrity thing and yeah he didn't care that he got a worse grade and so then no. the other two followed suit and then my daughter can i just share yeah my daughter would be like the one oh, we get to color today sure. in all the right ways because she okay. is i mean my boys are actually artists as well but she reveled in the opportunity to, to do art wherever. And so she was more than happy to yeah, yeah. to mix them. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that important te- takeaway could be that if you have kids that are pushing back on some of the things that you're hoping that they'll do, or mm. they are not being compliant about it, like, is it really just about compliance or is it just like, is, is it really mathy and is it really necessary or is it just about compliance? So here's a thing that I did. It's not, math related necessarily, but as a brand new shiny third grade teacher, (laughs) I thought, awesome, we have however many subjects, four subjects. And so you're going to have a yellow folder for this subject and a green folder for this subject and a blue and a red and a whatever, and your homework folder is going to be black, whatever. And there's no real, uh, you know, young students really could use some support in, in organization and things, but, Is it really that big of a deal if they have a yellow language arts folder? I mean, honestly, at that point, when I was like buying colors to trade out the blue they brought from home, but I wanted a yellow, that's strictly compliance. It was strictly about making me happy that I could say, get out your yellow folder for language arts. And if you don't have one, I'll fix it for you. That is strictly a compliance thing. It doesn't support the learning. It doesn't help anybody, uh, You know, now we might have some students who need supports in certain ways that we we do some more of those kinds of things for. But as a general rule, was it supporting the learning in any way? And I can step back now and see a moment where I transition to get a folder. I don't care. Just get a folder. Um, And it took some thinking on my part about whether or not that was actually meaningful or was it just filling my need for structure and organization?
0: Well, and I'm just going to point out, so I'm, I'm glad that that was a good transition for you, but I also want to point out that you didn't say you brought a blue one from home, 10 points off. Oh gosh, no. Well, so I guess that's what we're inviting. Yeah. Like we're inviting listeners for you to consider, are there things you're doing that are affecting grades? Sure that perhaps you could reconsider, like, should those things really affect grades? And maybe you're asking yourself right now, okay, but if it doesn't affect grades, then how do I actually get that thing to happen? In which case we might also ask why are you wanting that thing to happen? And is there a way to have relationship or some other kinds of um, consequences that are maybe more natural consequences that aren't like, what do your grades mean? Do your grades mean compliance that they did what you told them to do? Or do they mean they actually are mathing?
1: Yeah. And I think we touched on this a little bit in an episode, but if you're, if, uh, maybe it was about grades, but if you're, um, rewarding kids for participating in the holiday celebration and you're letting them do less work or you're giving them bonus points, we're going to say that's not okay. Um, and even because it sends the message
0: that math is a punishment and you celebrate by taking it away. Yeah, or that
1: compliance is, uh, has anything to do with math, right? Yeah. So, and here's a a whole separate thing, since we're talking about compliance more than maybe grades, even if kids are willing to comply, there are certain situations where are they even able to? Like, if, if you're saying comply with this particular thing and you get rewarded or you get dinged if you don't, there are some scenarios where kids might want to, but they're not able to. Or do they feel like, hey, it's not really dignified? I'm a 14 year old, 15 year old among my peers, and you want me to comply, but that feels uncomfortable. It's a thing to consider for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, f- for example, if uh, didn't didn't you just say that there was a holiday something where if the kid wore yeah, an no ugly sweater, day. they got bonus points on their grade?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, I think
0: one of our teammates said something like, "What if I can't afford?" Right. An ugly Christmas sweater. And so, so now my grade is based on my parents' affluence. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. We, we guess, let's not do that.
1: So, uh, major takeaways from today and, you know, <laughs> sharing some stories for, in our lives. For Kim
0: and I talking about not so many mathy things today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we don't want to send the message that math is a punishment when you celebrate taking it away. I think that's a major takeaway. If you're taking away math, as a celebration or a reward, you may be sending a message to your students that math is a problem and we're going to help you by taking it away. That's, that's not an ideal message. And another thing that I'll add that I don't know we're going to dive into today, if it's so easily taken away because you wear a sweater or because you showed up early or whatever, how important or helpful was that math homework anyway? Mm-hmm.
0: Nice dig right there at the end. I like it. Thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math. To find out more about the Math is outable movement, visit com. Let's keep spreading the word that math is figureoutable.